What's going on, everybody? Brandon Lewis here with your 10Con Big 7 Weekend Update. And we have got some serious uh, head scratchers in here. But if you've been paying attention to the Tennessee conservative news coverage for any length of time, it's probably not a surprise to you, although it is a surprise to your neighbors. So in order for them to find out what we do, send them to TennesseeConservativeNews.com or have them search our podcast, Tennessee Conservative, wherever they get their podcast. We have to get more conservative Christians in the know about what's going on in our state government and how there's this massive divide between what GOP lawmakers and leadership say and how they actually legislate. Here are the top stories. 85% of conservatives disapprove of Tennessee GOP leadership on illegal immigration. Illegal alien arrested for 2022 rape of unconscious teenage girl in Hamilton County. Uh, Driver's license racket produced hundreds of official IDs for illegal uh, immigrants in Tennessee. Letter grades for Tennessee schools finally released. Some districts get bad news. Tennessee Republican Party reverses decision to remove non-bona fide candidates from ballot, allowing them to run in the primary. Senator Richard Briggs, who never disappoints, uh, spreads misinformation about Tennessee's abortion ban, announces, quote, Freedom to Have Children and Family Act. And then finally, this is a good news story. This actually makes this the big eight instead of the big seven. Accusations of corruption at center of um, on lawsuit filed against Johnson City Police Department. That's not the good news. I'm sorry. Republican <laughs> from Williamson County files a bill that will ensure compliance with Age Appropriate Materials Act of 2020. Guys, let's get right into the stories. But first, please to go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com, hit that subscribe button, and uh, follow us wherever you get your social media fix on Gab, Getter, Truth, MeWe, and Rumble. Now listen, we have got a longer mailbag than we normally have because we wrapped up our annual campaign. I imagine if I go to the mailbox right now, there'd be even more people uh, who have contributed to our publication. It was a banner campaign for us. Now, while most people probably would laugh <laughs> at the the paltry amount of money uh, that came in compared to uh, what they get uh, at the corporately funded media where Pfizer, Pfizer and Coca-Cola and Ford Motor Company uh, and all the other uh, big, huge corporations uh, that control the Republican politics in our state uh, funnel in to their publications so that they will lie to you on their behalf so uh, they would laugh at the money. But because we are grassroots funded, it makes a big difference. So if you would like to follow us, the example of some of these folks, just go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Got this wonderful uh, note in the mail. It says, uh, to Brandon and the team, thanks for all you do. Uh, this former Oregonian, I did not know that's what it what it was, is more than grateful uh, than you can imagine. Uh, Josh, thank you, Josh. Uh, here's another one that came in right here. Brandon, love your podcast and insights on politics. Keep up the great work. Please accept uh, our enclosed donation. Unfortunately, with the economy as it is, I wonder why. Uh, this is all I can give right now. Thank you very much, Diane, who is a uh, stalwart supporter. Um, here's another one. People write me letters. I can't believe it. Uh, I appreciate all that you do. I'm so glad that I found your news source after moving here two years ago. Not all transplants are Yankees. They're um, not Yankees are bringing their blue state politics to Tennessee. Uh, if it, uh, you weren't easy to find, 
because Google does not consider us to be a news source. <laughs> they do not. We've tried to register. They won't let us. Um, also, I can't forget to thank your team as well for their work. You guys are doing great. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Fanny. Thank you, Fanny. Uh, got another one. A Christmas prayer uh, for you. That's a pretty card. Look at that. Uh, never. It, it, it's going to make it to the tree inside the house. Thank you for all you do to keep us informed. Uh, I think that says Joni. It's kind of hard to read. Joni, thank you. Uh, hello, Mr. Brandon. Gosh, we got them all. Hello, Mr. Brandon. I plan to send you a check once a month, but I can't be tied down to a certain amount. Uh, uh, so books on Amazon and take clothes to a local retail shop to sell. I'm not going to go on and read the rest of this, but Anne, thank you. It's amazing to me. Uh, most conservatives sit on the sideline financially. They just sit on the sideline. They don't. You ask them, like, well, what have you given in time or money over the last 30, 60, 90 days to make a difference aside from being a keyboard warrior? And the answer is not much or nothing. And people like Ann who don't have a lot but who do something on the side to be able to contribute to conservative causes, that is a refreshing, a refreshing thing and quite unique. Got another fantastic Season greetings card here. Uh, may the simple joys of Christmas warm your heart. Uh, thank you for the service you perform. It's very much appreciated. Uh, I tell others about it all the time. Bernie and Arlene. Thank you, Bernie and Arlene. Got another one here. Love came from Christmas. I got all kinds of Christmas cards. Thank you for sending these. Uh, Mr. Lewis, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to 2024. Thank you for all you do in Tennessee and America's fighting for God-given freedom. May God bless you and your family. He has and he continues to do so. Uh, here's a gosh almighty. This is, we just got a bunch of them. This is a beautiful one. Glory to God. Uh, to your staff and family, thank you for being the voice of truth. God bless you. Uh, this is like Wynn and Diane. Thank you for your donation. That's amazing. Tracy, you know who you are. I appreciate you sending this. I really do. Uh, thank you for all you do uh, as unto the Lord. Starting strong uh, is good. Finishing strong is epic. Tracy. You're one of our best supporters and biggest supporters. Thank you so much. And I'm gonna—I got a pile of them here of people that sent stuff into the annual campaign. I'm just humbled. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, we're humbled when they go talk to a group," and they're no more humbled than a man in a moon. But it's interesting. Uh, Elise, you know who you are. Carolyn, Diane—I don't like to get people's last names. Rhonda, Lance, Nancy. Greg, Greg, thank you so much. I know who you are. You know who I am. I appreciate your support. Linda, Wanda, Joyce and Mark, Mary Frances, Cheryl, I'm about done. Cheryl, uh, Juan, Sandra, James, Josh, Debbie, Michelle, got all kind of Bruce, Jody, Larry, Bernard, I could read these forever. I can't keep going on. We'll lose people. But nonetheless, what I'm saying is thank you for supporting our publication. We appreciate you. All right, guys. With no further delay or ado, first story. 85% of conservatives disapprove of Tennessee Republican Party's leadership, and in particular those in the uh, House and Senate, on illegal immigration. A poll recently conducted by the Tennessee uh, Conservative on X asked simply, are you happy with the way that the Tennessee legislature and governor are handling a legal immigration crisis in our state? The poll results were that 90, that 85% rather of participants answered no. While social media poll may not be the most scientific method of gauging public opinion, it is in 
indicative of what many Republican primary voters think, and it shows that the current opinion still lines up with the results of our official scientific poll that the Tennessee conservative conducted back in 2021. The results of that showed an average of 97% responded no to a series of seven questions on Tennessee as it should be uh, related to receiving and aiding illegal immigrants with housing, education, jobs at taxpayer expense. However, despite the wishes of their constituents, Tennessee rhinos shut down every piece of conservative legislation in 22 and 23 that have aided in addressing the illegal immigration crisis in our state. Moving forward in the 2024 legislative session, we will be tracking new bills on illegal immigration, which Cameron Sexton, Randy McNally, and Governor Lee will try to kill along with the Chamber of Commerce and the Tennessee Business Roundtable. They want to make a lot of money on your expense. Uh, Moving forward, uh, Senator Brent Traylor, for example, has already announced plans uh, to file a bill that would require that sheriffs provide notification to illegal, uh, immigration and custom enforcement when an illegal immigrant is taken into custody. I don't know how much good that'll do, but it's better than nothing. Next story. And this is why we got to get out in front of this stuff, guys. Illegal alien arrested for 2022 rape of unconscious teenage girl in Hamilton County. Deputies from the Hamilton County Sheriff's Office have arrested an undocumented immigrant from Mexico for raping a 15-year-old girl in Ottawa in 2022. Let me ask you a very simple question. We had the Covenant School shooting, right? Where people died. And instead of digging into the facts, uh, which are primarily that the trans shooter was racist against white people and bigoted against Christians, but the mainstream media lied to you about that for months, that sent our entire state into this like remarkable amount of turmoil where the governor's like, well, we got to do something. Well, we have instances like this, and I'm sure they're all over the state, where illegal aliens are murdering, raping, and robbing and breaking all kinds of other laws, other than the fact that they're here illegally and are already lawbreakers from day one. Where's the emergency? Where's the uproar? Where's the special session, Governor Lee? There won't be one. The only thing that Governor Lee has willingly called special sessions for has been corporate welfare to the woke Ford Motor Company to give $2 billion to their failed electronic car division to try to take away your gun rights in the upcoming special session Uh, Those are the only two that I know of that he has called himself. The other two medical freedom sessions, he fought tooth and nail. Fought tooth and nail because he wanted to keep you under his thumb. Because he's not a conservative, he's a corporatist. According to police reports, the incident occurred June 20th, 2022, while the uh, victim was at a friend's home, uh, home rather, in Auburn Hills Drive. After the girl told her parents, police were immediately contacted, and an exam later confirmed that the assault had taken place, and there were internal injuries as a result. At the time, uh, Stantlin evaded police and was on the run, leaving law enforcement to believe that he had returned to Mexico. He was eventually tracked down to Orlando, Florida, where police were able to uh, speak to him by phone. However, he went on to run again, but is eventually caught and arrested in Greenville, South Carolina. He's currently being held on $500,000 in bonds in Hamilton County Jail. Come on, do something about this stuff, legislature. You got, a, you got nothing between you and air, but air and opportunity. And if nothing gets done this session, it tells Republican primary voters everything they need to know about you and your leadership on this issue. Guys, if you want to reach more conservatives who are engaged and informed, Uh, than any other source in the state of Tennessee. You can advertise with a Tennessee conservative. We have all kinds of programs to get your conservative event, speaking engagement, uh, publication, podcast, 
candidacy, you name it, we can put you out there. Uh, and conservative business owners are another class of people that really need to get engaged. You know, liberal business owners are not afraid to throw uh, their beliefs in your face, but most conservatives are afraid of some kind of backlash. But all uh, of my years in business, I've never shied away from it. I've told people my political views right from the beginning, and it's not hurt me. And if it has, I don't care. What I always say is this. If you won't tell people about your conservative Christian beliefs because you're afraid that you might lose a dollar or somebody's approval, what that tells me is that your real values are other people's approval and money. So we've got to put our money where our math is. We have to uh, take action in ways that, that are faithful in our conservative walk. So if you'd like to join us as an advertiser, we'd love to have you. Next story. Driver's license racket produced hundreds of official IDs for illegal immigrants. A Knoxville couple were charged in 2023 and pleaded guilty in federal court uh, before Christmas uh, for their uh, part-time scheme. Cheryl Huff and her husband, Mario Paz Meja, uh, face sentencing May and could receive as much as 15 years in federal prison and a quarter million dollars fine each, followed by three years of supervised release. Huff, who formerly worked as the district manager for the Tennessee Department of Safety. Let me read that again. Huff, who formerly worked as the district manager for the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security, conspired with Paws Meha to provide hundreds of Tennessee driver's license and identification cards to uh, immigrants who are not legally entitled to them. This is our government. This is our state government. I can't make this stuff up, guys. Due to her position, Huff regularly issued uh, legitimate licenses and IDs in the greater Knoxville area, which gave her the ability to support her husband's money-making racket. Paj Meha made deals uh, with mostly non-Tennessee residents and non-citizens to get them legal documents for about $2,500 an ID. Sounds like they got at least about $250,000. Mayha also helped these illegal immigrants gain false documents related to citizenship and residence in order to apply for Tennessee driver's license. Some of the documents included fake lease agreements, proving state residency, fraudulent birth certificates, social security cards, and driver's license from other states in the United States, all intended to make it appear that the immigrants were in the country legally. This is your own state government. Pause Mayha would then comply, uh, accompany his uh, customers to the driver's center in Knoxville area before the center opened where Huff would help escort them through the back door meant only for employees. Uh, a photo ID such as a driver's license issued by the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security is one of those eligible ID forms that is required to vote in state elections. But we don't have any voter issues here in Tennessee. Our Republican Party tells us that all the time, that our elections are safe. Here you got a state employee underneath the supervision of the state government doing this kind of stuff. I'm telling you, and I don't. We try to look for good news, <laughs> but the, the, the truth, uh, the, the truth between what is said on the campaign trail in Republican politics and what is delivered from a policy standpoint are as far as the East is the West, with a few exceptions. We got a few stalwart conservatives uh, that are in the legislature, but boy, they're in the minority. So we need to support them. Next story: Letter grades for Tennessee schools finally released, uh, but some districts get bad news. And as I look at these these grades, I just don't buy it. I, I think just like the, the government schools, uh, 
all over the place are now trying to not issue a grade lower than 50. I think a lot of these schools got a letter grade. They're like, well, we'll give a few an F, but we, we can't give like 40% of them an F or 20% of them an F. So there, I think there's a lot of cook in the books on these numbers, but I'll read them to you anyway. Letter grades for Tennessee schools have long uh, been released, but the news is grim for some districts uh, with greater than 25% of all uh, K-12 through schools receiving Ds or Fs, 25% receiving Ds or Fs, which is kind of curious. I don't really understand because only 30% of Tennessee kids can read or write at grade level. About 25-30% can read, write, do math at grade level, right? People are graduating functionally illiterate. They tried to pass this third grade. If you can't read, we're going to try to keep working with you law. And they're like, no, no, parents don't want it. They want government babysitting. Let's just send them on. Let's just send them on. Let's pass them through. We don't care if their prospects for a career are completely shattered and that we've wasted the 13 years of educational opportunity they have. We don't care about that. We're going to pass them on through. That's what's happening. Each school's letter grade is based on four factors, overall success rate for achievement, overall growth, and how much the lowest performing students have grown academically, and for high schools, how prepared students are for college and careers. That last part, which is the most important part, and frankly the only reason that we send people to the government education camps, which aren't working very well, is so that they can be a member of the functioning uh, working class in our state, that they can contribute, that they can go work for employers. 10%? I think it should be a hundred percent. That's the whole point of this exercise, is it not? Schools that receive the poor letter grade are facing possible corrective action. I don't buy that for a minute. We got schools right here in Hamilton County, they're in Davidson County and rural counties. They're abject failures. That's abject failures. Ain't a one of them ever been uh, shut down. We've never ran a news story. Whole school shut down for sucking. Principal fired. Terrible teachers dismissed. Not a time. Corrective action. Requiring them to follow a plan for improvement. Shuffle some more papers. Yeah, I'm going to make you shuffle papers. You might as well make them right. I will not suck academically for my students and taxpayers on a board a hundred times. That's great that now we're going to have to use our taxpayer dollars to probably produce some document that won't do anything. But we want results in Tennessee. Of the schools that received Fs, almost 50% are located in Memphis, Shelby County school districts, Democrat-controlled cities, hell holes, hell holes. They're, they're slowly turning the once beautiful safe cities in Tennessee, the Democrats are, into hell holes. According to data from the Tennessee Department of Education, almost a third of the 1,700 schools eligible to receive letter grade uh, received a C, and less than half were awarded As or Bs. I'd like to, I'm, I'm curious, Jason, I'd like to take a look at these B schools. A schools, let's, let's take a look at the A's and B schools. This is a story idea. And I want to see, I want to compare the letter grades that they've got here, these A and B schools, which 50% of schools are getting A's and B's. I'd like to compare that to their TCAP scores. Let's just take a small sampling of A's and B's, compare their TCAP scores, and just say, hey, only... 30% of your kids can, can read at grade level, but that's, that's an A. 
That's an A. I bet that's what we're going to find. However, some school districts did not receive a grade because of data suppression. It said that, I'm sorry, let me kill them. 30.36% or uh, 513 schools received Cs. 17.4% or 294 uh, schools received As. 26.09 or 441 schools received Bs. 20.71 or 350 schools received Ds. Uh, 5.44% or 92 schools received Fs. However, some schools did not receive a letter grade because of data suppression and business rules, whatever the hell that means, which amounts to 210 schools being excluded. 210 is a big number. According to the Education Department, programs that serve adult learners, for example, were not given grades. <laughs> Why would you give grades to some sort of thing that gets taxpayer money? Let's leave them out. Probably because they're failing too. If they were doing well, they'd probably have included them. Next story, Tennessee Republican Party reverses decision flip-flops, to remove uh, non-bona fide candidates from ballot, allowing them to run in the primary. I'll tell you what, real conservatives constantly get kicked off the ballot by the Tennessee Republican Party, especially if they are challenging a rhino incumbent. This is the most corrupt, this SEC process is the most corrupt process I have ever seen. It's embarrassing. It's morally reprehensible. Let me tell you about it. A few days after Christmas, a decision was made by the Tennessee Republican Party to allow candidates who were previously removed from the Republican primary ballot for school board in Williamson County to be restored and allow them to run in upcoming primaries Republicans. I bet they're all rhinos. I don't know that for a fact, but that's what I've seen. If, if, if you're a rhino, they'll, they'll rally up around you. Scott Golden will. Prior to this decision, both candidate statuses had been successfully challenged based on TRP bylaws, which state that in order to run as a candidate in a Republican primary, you have to have had an established uh, history of involvement in the party on either the state or county level, as well as a voting record that proves you voted in three of the last four Republican primary elections. Other two candidates had already withdrawn from the race. However, their statuses as bona fide candidates had also been challenged. All candidates found not having met the required bona fide status were removed from the ballot by the TRP at that time. However, However, appeals were submitted. Appeals were submitted uh, on behalf of two of the candidates and were reviewed by the TRP subcommittee. TRP Chairman Scott Golden explained the reasons behind the reversal of their initial decisions to remove both the candidates on the ballot. Why didn't you put Mark Pulliam back on there, Scott? What about Mark? Mark won his election, won his election as a write-in candidate. Are we going to restore him? Are you going to do something about that, Scott? Crickets. He indicated that because school board positions are newly partisan, application of the bylaws, which objectively have been widely considered to be esoteric in nature, the application's not always clear. It's not clear. Well, if the, if the application's not always clear, Scott, how about y'all damn clarified? Make it easy to understand. Make it to where if you put it underneath a third grader's nose, they can say, does this person meet the criteria? Yes or no. Why do we have to make it complicated? Why do we have to uh, do these decisions in, in, in secret backroom meetings? Because if it was in public view, it would be unsavory. That's why. Golden stated, quote, there was probably a leniency knowing that this is the first time some of these school board seats have ever become available in the primary, Scott said. Going forward, he hopes the TRP standards are clear to candidates. How could they be? How could they be? One-page document. The Tennessee Republican Party needs to make a one-page document. If you want to run as a Republican in Tennessee, you must meet these criteria, and it needs to be painfully obvious if people meet it or not. 
not well there's all this wearing somebody will vouch for you and if you, you turn your head this way and if you go around the stump three times and touch your head and chew bubble gum well maybe we'll let you in if you're a rhino that's what it's about like right now let's let's have a secret meeting to to bend the rules Golden added, I suspect we are laying a solid foundation that we want two things from our candidates. One is for them to participate in the party, uh, which they are seeking to be a candidate, and two, we want them to vote. But if, if you change the rules every time, Scott, are they rules? Are they just whatever you want to do? The reason this reflects so negatively and the reason this is causing so much uh, strife and uh Confusion and animosity in the Tennessee Republican Party is because it needs to, because this stuff needs to be fixed and cleaned up. We've got poor leadership at the top, terrible leadership. Critics of the decisions have indicated that due to the subjective and somewhat equivocal nature of bylaws, they have uh, been and continue to be easily used against specific candidates. I've watched it. Others stated that if the rules can be set aside so easily based upon the arbitrary opinions of 12 to 14 people in a process that occurs behind closed doors with very little, if any, transparency, then what exactly is the point of having rules to begin with? You tell me. Guys. Thank you so much for your support at the annual campaign. For those of you who have not given, I hope that that huge pile of papers serves as an example to you that there are conservatives who do care enough to give, and you need to join them. You need to join them. If you give any amount, go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. You give any amount, we'll send you this uh, directory of your elected Republican officials so you can communicate with them, especially in this upcoming legislation uh, legislative session as they begin to put uh, rules and things in place that you're going to have to live under. And whether they do or do not address issues like illegal immigration will largely be up to you and whether you take the information you get from us and act on it. Stop feeding the rhinos. we got to stop this business. We'll send you that bumper sticker. Sorry, it's backwards on here. Don't California, my Tennessee. If you give any amount, and you can also mail your checks to P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. P.O. Box 625, uh, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. Brandon Lewis, yours truly, checks that mailbox. I checked the mailbox. I'm excited to go to the mailbox for the first time in a long time because it's really helping our publication. And also, if you give $50 or more or if you give a recurring donation of uh, $10 or more per month, and we need those recurring donations desperately. They are the, the, the bedrock. We will send you this proud Tennessee conservative uh, koozie and this proud Tennessee uh, conservative tumbler, both of which are made of indestructible uh, materials that even if Gloria Johnson sat on them, this would not shatter. It would not shatter. It would just hold. It would just hold. It, it might sweat a little bit, but it would hold. It's awesome. All right, guys. TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support or mail your checks to P.O. Box 625, uh, not Chattanooga, P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. Enough of the begging. Senator Richard Briggs, rhino-in-chief, spreads misinformation about Tennessee's abortion ban and announces Freedom to Have Children and Family Act. Because he didn't want to call it, let's make some more abortions act. Senator Richard Briggs has announced new legislation called the Freedom to Have Children and Family Act, which would weaken Tennessee's current abortion law under the guise that women cannot be properly treated by doctors under the current law when the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June of 2022. Tennessee's trigger law went into effect banning abortions across the state. This is a, the same gentleman who pledged to support the heartbeat bill to the Tennessee right to life folks. The promises eh, don't mean that much to some rhinos. 
Tennessee's 2023 legislative session was the first opportunity lawmakers uh, had to propose legislation to further clarify what an abortion law would look like at the state level. At the time, Senator Briggs was one of several Republican lawmakers uh, touting a bill to weaken the state's abortion ban. This proposed legislation was, quote, poorly written, according to Will Brewer. Thank goodness he stayed on top of that. And he got accosted by Cameron Sexton. We're not going to let people come in here and bully our committee. Cameron Sexton has never come down on corporate welfare. I mean, they're the biggest bullies. They're the biggest bullies in the state of Tennessee. They're the ones that fund Cameron Sexton's campaigns. I live in Crossville, Cameron Sexton. Randy McNally, Governor Lee, all on that corporate teat. What, have they ever gone down there to do that? Do they ever go down when the government bureaucrats sit in front of a committee and try to argue against legislation that would hold them accountable or anything that been fighting against transparency? No, no. The only time he ever had to show up down there uh, was when it was about you know, weakening the abortion law. That's what really gets him stirred up, fired up, Mr. Sexton. Terrible. I hope he never runs for governor. He, 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 would, be, he would be worse, probably, than Governor Lee. Brewer explained that the bill created a, quote, exception so broad any doctor could come up with a reason to terminate the pregnancy. Due to the work of pro-life advocates, the bill language was shifted as it passed the state legislature becoming law on 20, uh, April 28, 2023. Prior to the passage of that bill, it was already not a criminal offense in Tennessee to terminate a pregnancy of a woman who is known to be pregnant. Uh, HB uh, 745 and HB 883 was amended further, clarifying the termination of the pregnancy with intent to terminate ectonic or molar pregnancy does not constitute a criminal abortion. As it is clarified, that is not an offense for a physician to perform an abortion uh, if that physician is properly licensed, attempts to perform the abortion in a manner which provides the best opportunity for the unborn child to survive. However, it seems the exceptions are not enough for Briggs. No, no, he won't, he won't be happy until those numbers climb up in Tennessee. He said, unfortunately, the state legislature has a law that would cause women to be sterile and unable to bear children. Even if they wanted to have children, they would have to leave the state in order to be treated. Whatever. Associations of corruption at center of lawsuit filed against the Johnson City Police Department. Accusations of bribery and conspiracy are at the center of a newly filed lawsuit against Johnson City Police Department. Its former leadership allegations concern uh, rape and drug charges against a former Johnson City businessman, Sean Williams, stating that he paid off members of the department in exchange for protection of criminal charges. Lawsuit filed last week alleges that officers engaged in corrupt use of search warrants or under their unlawful collection efforts. The amount enumerated in the lawsuit is said to be a portion of the 500 thousand dollars found in the safe in Williams condo what was actually logged into evidence was just over 81,000 I wonder where that money went wonder where that money went probably just lost probably misplaced might be under somebody's mattress somewhere well also in the case the money was paid with quote the implied or implicit understanding that defendants would shield Williams permitting him to continue his practice of abuse and trafficking with impunity Williams uh, is accused of multiple federal state uh, charges of child rape and child pornography You've got to love it when your own government is in cahoots with people that rape kids. Tennessee legislature lets this kind of stuff just go. Just go. Just let it go. Final story. Good news. Says now it's the big eight. Republican from Williamson County files bills to ensure compliance with the Age Appropriate Material Acts of 2022. House Bill 1632 filed by Williamson County State Representative Gino Bulso, who's been pretty darn conservative. Uh, if voted into law, will create a mechanism that parents can use to compel compliance without having to uh, withstand what promises can be extended in costing, uh, costly litigation. The creation of the legislation was prompted by a lawsuit filed by Bulso in his private capacity as an attorney on behalf of several Williamson County parents suing the Williamson County School Board, which is a 
a den of vipers, if ever there was one. Um, they, they like the obscene materials. They like all this corruption uh, that, that kids get in front of. The Age Appropriate Materials Act of 2022 requires that materials are made available in school libraries and in classrooms to be put through a uh, procedure on a regular basis, and particularly where a qualified stakeholder raises an issue with those materials. The lawsuit filed by Bolso is still being litigated in respondents. Uh, the Williamson County uh, Board of Education has filed a motion to dismiss, uh, dismiss the suit for lack of standing. Bolso addressed the board's motion to dismiss Quote, through its attorneys, the Board of Education filed a motion to dismiss the case based upon an alleged lack of standing. HB uh, 1632, if enacted into law, will eliminate the LEA's ability to delay well-founded litigation uh, in this manner. The suit was uh, actioned in order to have five books sit on middle and high school shelves removed due to their inclusion of what is, according to the law, arguably obscene content. Whoo! We got through it. That was a lot. That was a lot. Guys, I hope you had a great Christmas. We take off between Christmas and New Year's. So I know that many of you were huddled around the old Yule log, and you were just hoping that old your short buddy Brandon was going to bring you the big seven during between Christmas and New Year's, yet it did not occur. And I apologize for that. If you want to uh, make sure Santa puts coal in my stocking, I understand. But we tried to give the TTC staff, which are primarily a, a motley collection of conservatives, time off during the holidays and i like to uh, enjoy it myself although i did miss being with you we had a great christmas we had a great christmas uh at home in knoxville and in georgia uh, and in alabama for me i went back to my ancestral home uh to see my folks uh it was just a great time and i hope you had a great time i spent new year's day uh putting up a zip line in the woods along with a uh, rope swing and clearing out a bunch of brush so daddy got out there and, you know, did his daddy, daddily duties that come after Christmas as all the things that are purchased have to be assembled, installed, erected, etc. So we had a blast. What's going on this weekend? What's going on this weekend at the Lewis household? I know that all of you are like remarkably interested in our, our jet-setting, high-flying lifestyle that we have here that is just so interesting and, and out of the reach of most normal, normal people in Tennessee. Well, let me tell you. Tonight, my wife and I are going to go on a date, which I'm excited about because I have a beautiful wife who's very sweet. And uh, we're going to go on a date, and I've got to go buy some clothing. I'm coming up on our big annual event uh, for my paying business. As most of you know, I don't make any money running the Tennessee Conservative, nor have I ever taken a paycheck. I do this as a volunteer. I publish it as a volunteer. It is a uh, labor of love uh, for a very specific cause. It's not a money-making mechanism uh, like it is for most Democrats in the corporately controlled media. Uh, for me, it, it, it's a labor of love. And um, so I have to make my money doing something else, which allows me to just tell you the truth about what's actually going on in Tennessee. Most people have some kind of financial conflict of interest. They can't tell you the truth. And so I'm getting ready for that event. Uh, for my, my paying gig uh, where I'm a consultant, and it's a big annual event. We've been doing it. This will be our eighth year. So i got to go pick up some uh, uh, large boy-sized clothes and probably have to have them tailored uh, so that I have something different to wear this year. Uh, and then Saturday, what are we doing? We're going to go to church on Saturday. I'm going to go to the gym. Uh, and then Sunday, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. I hope we're just staying at home. I'd like to go hike the Cumberland Trail. I've been out there once uh, here close. I actually got in the mail a tactical walking stick. I'm pretty excited about that. So I know it's crazy. Church, a hike in the woods, going on a dinner date, uh, maybe buying a suit. That's going to be about it. I might go to my buddy's house, Mr. Brumley. I might go to his house. 
uh, as well. And uh, we can sit around and do manly things in his garage, uh, which I'm sure many of you men do. Uh, and many of you women are probably glad when the men go do that. <laughs> All right, guys, I love you. I mean it. Thank you so much for paying attention to what's going on in Republican politics. If it weren't for a handful of folks that actually pay attention, that a tiny, tiny sliver, a minority, things would be a lot worse in Tennessee. If we turn up the volume, if we make some noise, if we reach out to those in government, uh, and if we use the free press, what the First Amendment was enshrined for, to do real old-fashioned journalistic reporting, we can make a difference in this state. But I can't do it without you. Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com, hit that subscribe button, follow us on Twitter, give us a review wherever you have your podcast. Those little things matter, and it's a way to fight back against the corporately funded establishment in our state so we can keep it free. There's nowhere left to run. we got to make a stand here, both financially and with our time and with our efforts. I appreciate you. Happy New Year in 2024. I'll talk to you next time. Brandon Lewis here with the Tennessee Conservative News Big 7 signing off.